tell her we up next. You can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk. He gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. Niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong. But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well. We try to tell you, baby. This might not go yeah. well. <laughs> this might not go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of This Might Not Go Well. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you didn't know, that song that we just played was Hood Rat by Sexy Red and Suki Han. It's still slut me out season as we, summer is almost over, but that's not what you're here for. Episode 131, you know who it is. It's the host with the most, Be Breezy, a.k.a. Poppy Size Zone. I don't even know how to respond after you make me play these bullshit songs. But uh yeah, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy Slick Grayson. How y'all doing out there? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know the vibes. All right. Please download the uh, live podcast network app on iOS and Android and show us some love on there. And please follow us on all social media at this might not go out. If any brain deals, business opportunities, please email us at this might not go out at gmail.com. Episode 131. How you doing this week, brother? I'm good. I'm good. Just got back from the gym, so I'm a little, little winded, but it's all good. Um, I'm, I'm in a good space. I think you know, I had a little vacation. We just got back from Mexico. Nice little vibe. Nice little vibe. Definitely got a lot. Of, <laughs> yeah, got a lot of energy out that needed to get out. Got a lot of things, you know, off my chest that needed to come off my chest. So I'm definitely feeling rejuvenated. We had two good workout sessions since I've been back. Been productive. Kind of just getting ready for this next year of work that's about to kick off, and you know what that looks like so i'm in a good spot and i definitely have been in a way to just no talking i think one thing we got to like really make sure especially as men but as people in general is like as we work especially dealing with other people we got to make sure that we are you know we pour into others but you also got to pour into ourselves and i think one of my biggest things i was telling my friend earlier aka shout out big g i was like yo you put a lot into other people but when people aren't you know living up to your expectations or you know making it hard for you to like work with them that might be a sign from the universe to put in work on yourself so just making sure that's my my words this week is like if you feel like certain situations you got going on aren't serving you in the best situation find a healthy way to serve yourself you know find time to do the things you want to do work on the things you want to work on so that's where i'm at right now how you feeling b yes yes i appreciate i support that i think that's very great message to live by um this week there's been a lot of reflection um also a lot a lot of work for me this week i'm going places that i don't want to go but you know we here though so i'm uh, i'm grateful just to be able to wake up every day be alive have you know a mean of income so i always want to always want to be internally grateful and i just want to talk about just one of the quotes that stuck with me 
during especially a time when times get rough, you know. Don't worry about yesterday because it already happened. Don't worry about the future because it didn't happen. Only worry about the present because that's the only thing you have in control. Don't let that go over your heads. All right, episode 131. Let's get straight to it. Unfortunately, we got to start off with a little sad news, though. Now, Stick, I'm going to need you to pronounce his middle name because I don't want to butcher this brother's Rest in peace to legendary actor Ron Cephas Jones. You've seen him in Paid in Full. You've seen him in This Is Us. I don't know, William, man, he died in in This Is Us. I was hurt. He's He's the only person. Him and his daughter, they won Emmys on the same night for different roles. Definitely a powerful actor. I think once you learn about black actors, and especially when we lose them, is how impactful they were, but also where we've seen them. I think that's so powerful. Like a lot of times you hear so and so actor passed away, and you might not know them on the level of, say, a a Denzel, you know, a Will Smith of that caliber, but the quality of their work and the roles they played, these are characters that is like, you see some people, oh my God, like, yo, you really had me ready to beat your ass in that movie. That's how you know you got black people. (laughs) You feel me? That's a fact. And then just reading on like the paid in full on the the real life situation of what happened to Rich Porter's um, brother and how the uncle actually killed him. I kind of hated him and paid in full a little bit too because I was like, God damn, you really got a, your own nephew over money. But if you know about New York City during that drug time, it, it could have been your own mother. If, if she had it, she was getting off. You feel me? But shout out to him. Amazing actor. Um, I want to send healing energy and condolences to his family. Yeah, I mean, we just got to celebrate. He's iconic. Absolutely. Now, I want to wish a lot of happy, heavenly birthday to the one and only Black Mamba, Kobe Bryant. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Kobe, killer Kobe, man. Uh, I wasn't a Kobe fan growing up. I'm not going to lie. I respected him, but I was. I said it multiple times on this pod. But I think over the years, when you go back and look at his work and his uh, attention to detail and the craft you can't do much more than appreciate and honor what he meant to the game of basketball what he meant to just people like he was he's your favorite player's favorite player when you really think about it like that's one of bronze guys like you feel me that's a lot of guys that we come up and we enjoy watching now who they who are they hype to play against Kobe, man and i think that the work ethic the drive you like you really see the impact that he has and like it was to his craft and his family and i think as a man that's what you stand on. You work. You you put yourself in a position to be successful at your craft and whatever that may be. But you also put yourself in a position to be a great family man. And I think the stories, the basketball stories, are great. But I love to hear the stories about how he loved his daughter and his wife. And despite you know the jokes and what tribulations he might have had during his life in certain spaces, it was like it always came down to his family. Like I'm here for Vanessa. I'm here for my girls. Like I'm gonna be there for Gigi. I'm gonna be there for every all of my daughters. And I think that's beautiful. So I definitely R.I.P. and happy birthday, Mr. Bryant. Yes, and he has a lot of positive impact. I know we talked about Alan Iverson last episode on the impact on the culture he has, but Kobe Bryant also had equally amount of impact on the culture that we grew up in. Everybody, you know, I know some of the young niggas now when they shoot the the garbage into the bat into the trash, they'd be like Curry, but niggas were saying Kobe always, and just that Mamba mentality, just the go get it by any means necessary, and just the hunger, just the dedication, the discipline he brought to the game. And the sacrifices he had made, bro, gone too soon. Especially your your your, your daughter, and also a lot of people that died in that tragic accident. Um, just happy birthday, Kobe. Um, also, I want to. Um, I also like that they highlight that him and LeBron 
there wasn't no rivalry. There was a brotherhood. Because oftentimes they was putting them against each other, and I think people thought that they hated each other. And now they showed a lot of clips of them just really embracing the brotherhood amongst themselves. So I like that they changed that narrative. You know, show love, be respectful, and happy birthday, Kobe. All right, okay. On to the next. Britney Spears. What is going on? Women break up and start showing out already. Shorty been dancing on the pole all this whole time. Soon as she get divorced, she outside with her titties out in the morning. Hashtag free Britney. <laughs> so, I, well, uh, it's been reported that her husband has filed divorce after five years. Bro, I, I really want to put this on the docket because, like, being famous from young to now has to take a toll and we actually see it on britney like this girl literally been famous since since um uh, since when did justin timberlake the she started she's dating justin timberlake since, in like in the mickey the mickey mouse she's shit, been right? famous since the 90s she was the eight girl for a long time she was unstoppable the only thing that stopped didn't have a now. childhood have beef with the father her her, her mother her her sister type shit and you you could see it but and then now she finally i I, I could tell i could tell right now she kind of probably feels free and i just to be honest with you i just want to take this time to just to wish her nothing but health wealth and success baby girl i appreciate you you are icon and continue doing continue shaking that little ass girl because i'm not gonna hold you she be she be she be all she be on her on her, on her IG page shaking that little thing. Little booty matters. You know always on here, capping for white women. Oh my goodness, let's keep moving. Shake that little booty from white all women right. to never mind. Go ahead. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that because you was going after Riley Rippy. Actually, we got a lot of hate for that. A lot of niggas was like, "Yo, you crazy for for trying to for wanting to smash." Rhea uh, Ripley. Like, yeah, Rhea Ripley. I'm like, nigga, what? Sorry, that's that, like you said. That's a good. That's a good glass of milk. They <laughs> go get that thick protein shake and stop playing. What's wrong with y'all? Y'all better look at the mirror. That's fact. As you see from the name of this episode, it's reported. It should be because you know we recorded this before the release date. Drake's album for all the dogs should be released today. What's your expectations? Because you be a hater sometimes for Drake's albums, not the artists. I'd be a hater because I call it like the spell. I call it how it is. I don't just no, no, I, I don't. Because no, I, I would, I would put it on the bingo card that I have won the debate against Take Care, and nothing was the same on multiple on multiple avenues. I take it. I still, I've said it's a great album. Take Care means more to me. Nothing was the same. Might be better sonically, but it means more to me. I've changed. Certified my, level boy. I need it's you still to change trash. your opinion. It's on still that. mid. You're not the same way. You're not going to change my mind I, about I, Scorpion. I, I only one that I'm a I'm a since I'm a concede to is your Scorpion take because even though it does have a collection of hits, it don't have no co- cohesiveness and it's all over the place for real, for real. So I I, I will I will concede to that. But the Certified Lover Boy, that was a cohesive album. You could play from start to finish. I didn't say it wasn't cohesive. I just said it's everything. It's the same formula. I think everything after Certified Lover Boy, I'll appreciate way more than Certified Lover Boy. Even though Pipe Down a top five Drake song, but um for this album, it's gonna be an R and B album. And I know it because I listened to Jaded a couple weeks ago, and he he calls out the dogs on Jaded. 
So that gives me great hope that this is going to be the R&B, like the smoother, you know, so far gone, take care era of Drake records that we, we've, we've come to know and appreciate over the years. He's been, he's given us vibes. He gave us CLB, which was the formulaic Drake album. He gave us Honestly Never Mind, which was like Drake out in that dancey pocket. He gave us the 21 Savage collab, which was just bars, like he's going in. So... I think this is going to be that album that we've been waiting for. Remember when they, there was that rumor of like 10 years ago about to do an R&B mixtape? I think this might be it. This might be something on that band. Actually, actually, I don't want that. Of course you don't. Um, hot take. I want him to, to, to step out his box again. I feel like I want him to continue going in the direction that he has been going. He's been going outside of... And, and touching new realms, and I want him to continue to do so, that. So can I? Can I? Push I, I, back? I, I like like what Jay Z like what Jay Z say. If you want the old ho, go listen to old ho. Can I push type back? shit? I'm gonna push back. Yeah. He's never put out a consistent R and B project. So if this is that consistent R and B project that is continuing to your point, him going in outside of his realm. So when we see the title, if it says R and B soul or whatever they call it, that means that boy is listening. And that boy is like, oh, I'm. Do you really it. think Drake is gonna be singing? The whole entire album. Drake did a whole dance floor, four to the floor album, with one rap. But he was actually, to be honest okay. with you, I'll, I'll so, push back on that. He was actually really rapping. Okay, if you really but break if you talk about songs, but he was talk, actually rapping. But you talk about Drake, you talk about sonically. What does it sound like? What do we hear? Four to the floor. He can give bars to four to the floor. And is Drake going to be ushering songs? No. Will he have a couple of usher or you know brand news or a couple of real hers? But will he also have some you know from time type you know melodic slow, but he can rap over it? I think that's what an R and B Drake album would sound like, and that's why I feel like it's for all the dogs that we also because because some of the rumors are J Cole, okay, J Cole could hit potentially that potentially Nicki Minaj, but I feel like they do that every album that. She it's was, announced from him. She was on CLB, and and, and, and also and also and also, but she wasn't really on Celia, but she was just kind of talking shit. <laughs> she caught it. She got paid for it. She was on certified lover boy. Oh yeah, and then reportedly Chris Brown might be on there too. Shout out to Breezy. So that so so I don't know. I mean, I'm here for you know me. I'm Drake Stan, Drake whatever. I'm here for everything. I I already seen I already seen two sides. I already seen the dick riding side, and I've seen the hate side. First of all, niggas is talking about Adonis and seeing demons and shit. Adonis, <laughs> but might, album cover. Adonis might have to be evaluated for that picture, or maybe he just drew it and then he put it on the black background. Maybe that was just not the best choice. But if that's how he drew it on black, what kid picks black construction paper to draw a picture for their dad? That was some wild shit. Oh, he, he, come on now! His, his mom is European. His dad is Canadian. His mother's that an artist. His mother's a big. Huh? Booty, his mother's a big booty artist. He has some kind of art gene. That, I don't know. <laughs> that was dark. That was like so. I already, I already see that. I already seen niggas hating on niggas who dick riding on it. So I'm excited. Like I said before, my uh, previous hot take: Drake can never release a lot of classic album per se. Unless he does what uh, what Slick says, with just focus on purely one of his fan base. If now, if he does that, then it can be eligible for a classic. But if he doesn't do that, then yeah. it's not going to be a classic because he, he has too many avenues to cater to. He got three. If we being honest, if you really want to talk about it, take care. Nothing was the same oh. in views. All three of them could be considered classics at this point. They got time. They got hits. Oh, you talking about classic albums? I yeah, thought you talk about audience. My fault. He got he got three classic albums. Well, three things that could go into a classic discussion. Because I think the thing about classics, we so quick to call something as a good body of work a classic. Can I go back and revisit it and have remember feelings? Like every time I play Views, I was like, I, Views has has been the, probably one of the few albums in my life that has evolved as I listen to it. 
Take Care still gets me. Nothing was the same still gets me. But views, I was like, ooh, this nigga did this. <laughs> this one right here. <laughs> um, you know, you know what album that um if you're reading this too late, I wasn't really a big fan. That's of a mixtape. Like I know everybody loved jungles. I know everybody loved jungle. And I understand it. It's a great song. Not really in my top five, even though I know it's in a lot of people's top five Drake songs. Definitely top Not, if you're reading this too late, wasn't really my favorite project for real. But I that, that grew on me. And also more life. Even though it is a playlist, but he really has some some slaps on more life. Like he had he gave you he gave you the 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 UK vibes. He gave you the down south. He gave you the um the you know all that good shit. So I'm 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 excited. You feel me? You already know I'm gonna call it a classic, whatever it is, not you feel me? So you know the vibes on this side. As long as you, <laughs> and no shame on my bias. As, as long as you accept your bias, I can move forward. I don't have to ever call you out your name again. <laughs> now you do you know you have to call out your name? Bobby out of Hoff. I don't know if I said how we talking about right. two white women before we get to any <laughs> what's happening. I, we got to like yo yo. I ain't gonna lie to you, son. The rise and fall she in was, social media she these was days. A, she was a plant. Why do we care? What what do what do counts as an industry plant? What does that somebody like, that we have it, never heard of that somehow some way is getting interviews that season people can't and in rooms that season people can't get. This white little white girl came out of nowhere. She got Drake. She got Yachty. She got Tiger. She had Offset. She got somebody. Uh, Mark else. Cuban. She got Mark Cuban. Who was this little white girl? No disrespect to her. Like if you put you if you worked your power car, you worked it. But you don't just get a Drake interview. You don't just get a like even a Yachty interview. When you think about it, like he does complex for like sneakers and shit. But you're not even Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban's a fucking billionaire. Whose niece is she? Hmm. That's why I said I, see, I don't care about it because I was like, yes, yeah, they put her in rooms and places she wasn't comfortable with. She used that to create a platform. And now I was like, oh, when hip hop, when the white girl realizes that, oh, I got my clout. I don't need you niggas no more. Like she, her, her cadence changed. The way that she spoke changed. The way that she carried <laughs> but everybody herself. Everybody knows that was a character. If you watch her stuff, that is a character. She's okay. not really that awkward. Why did, but why are we, why is she characterizing around us? And why is she using us to get clout? Because she's not going to be in hip hop spaces. Let's keep it. A, let's keep it a being. If you're not going to be in the culture, you're not going to be in the space. Don't try to build your name off of the space. I think that's where mm-hmm. I, I get frustrated. That's why I don't care to give her this airtime. Like, congrats, you you played the game, you made it. Where you going to be next year? What pop artist is giving you that same kind of clout? You better go get that Taylor Swift interview. You better. Oh, you already know that's in the bag. <laughs> what I'm saying she better. Why didn't she start with that? Taylor's fan base is big enough. We better get that Harry Styles interview. Like, I ain't gonna lie to you. For next episode, we gotta talk about the the, the craziness of white people putting Taylor Swift over Mike Jack. Now, I love Taylor Swift. Oh, that's that, if that you was, know me back your, in high school. I fuck with Taylor Swift. I song tears teardrops on my guitar. I have no shame in my game on old Taylor. But y'all niggas is out y'all cutting fucking picking minds. Y'all putting Taylor Swift over Michael Jackson. I'd rather talk or Beyonce. I'd rather talk about that right now. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's just let's call it audible. Let's talk about it right now. It's not on the no, doc. I wanted to talk. I wanted to talk about Drake real quick because Drake is a super villain. Because apparently they saying that he took off the interview because he played Rack City and he owns the masses for Rack City. So he called Universal and got that shit taken down <laughs> off our page. If that is true. Drake, you are that nigga. I told you. Because not only you got paid, but you also still throw a shot at Tiger. Because I know y'all still beefing, but we could go back to that topic now. Nah, I seen a video. It was Schultz from um with, with Brilliant Idiots, right? He was saying basically he went to Taylor Swift and he would never say Taylor Swift was in the same category as Beyonce, but then he got there and he was like, she is. 
And I will to your point about young like old Taylor. Old Taylor was a bop. And I think that there is I think somebody said it, it was the reluctance of the white audience to acknowledge how like yes, she's great for y'all. She's great. Like if you in the Taylor, she's amazing. At the same point, what are what what are we looking at that we are saying that she is up there with Mike Jack or Beyonce? Probably songwriting. Songwriting, I write give you. Maso- so write majority be, of her songs. Can we be real? Can we be real? Yeah. Half of that shit. It's not like she's writing. I'm, 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 her shit is dope. Like don't get me wrong, but it's also not like she's writing the sonnets of Shakespeare. I think when we talk about, oh yeah. These are her stories she's putting. It's not like there's some majestic Adele seeking formula or like the vote. Like, it's not like, can I say she's the best at anything she do? Is that the mix of what she does? Cool. But then you say, what is she better at Beyonce? Songwriting? I'll give it to you. Beyonce does the writer's room thing. Cool. Well, you talk about as a complete artist. I ain't gonna lie. You saw her, you saw her trying to dance. She was moving her little white hips. <laughs> she getting up there. <laughs> I think Taylor Swift benefits from the fact that. We got to see her grow up. Oh yeah, fact. very few yeah. scandals. We've grown people who grew up with the music. She's safe. Grandmas will buy it for their granddaughters. It's an easy marketable, sell. super marketable. marketable. She has created that insulated bubble, which you appreciate. You hundred percent say I, I dig it. Like I get it. You are a top five artist of your era, top fifteen all time for white people. Top five, <laughs> maybe top three. And and the thing about it too is she's also a smart businesswoman. Mm-hmm. The re- Over time, she she flooded the market. I'm talking about uh, that's the reason why her loss didn't go number one because she flooded the market with different, and also just by her losing her category, her so that re-recorded shit Genius. and re and re-recorded that shit and Genius. put it out and possibly because you know during the time when she lost her catalog, she was kind of like on the on on the low. She re-recorded it and shot right back to the top. Absolutely. Taylor's version is that. But niggas out there out and picking mine, they playing Beyond they playing Taylor Swift over Beyonce. That is trash. And also, I have a hot take. Taylor Swift might be the most toxic, possibly top five toxic um artists we have. We always talk about, you know, Summer Walker, Scissor, and all these. Taylor do be talking about them boys. She be telling us, she be telling us everything about it. All them niggas, you feel me? If all them niggas is doing you dirty, mama, I'm starting to look at you. If you're the common denominator <laughs> in all the situation, because she's still not married. Not that she needs to be married. I know I already know y'all about to all you Twitter or T Swift friends about to read all our comment sections and shit. Not that she needs to be married or have a kid, but if you have all these relations and you still writing shit. Mama, you toxic. I'm, I'm putting that out there right now. You are toxic. But again, Taylor is a great artist. I just feel like we get into this comparison game, and it's going to always come down to black and white. It's going to come down to taste. It's going to come down to perception. It's like, what do I look for in a performer? Singing, dancing, full performance, full vibe, full energy. I think Taylor created that bubble that because there you can attribute controversy to Michael Jackson, and because Beyonce had a period where you would say that you know she tried to do full-on R&B, and people wasn't having it. So it kind of dropped it down for a little while. You could hold those asterisks, and you got the songwriting. It's like, Schultz, I'm not going to front. Schultz, he was, Schultz he went real white on me. I was like, bro, I get it. But you oh, know, no, he, he was trolling. Oh. You, you, I, I mean, I've been, I, I'm a, you okay. know, brilliant idiot in my Schultz, top five. Schultz, he was wild. Though, I saw the, he, Schultz, he, 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 if you didn't watch the episode and only watched that clip, in the beginning, they was getting on Taylor, the producer of the show. And then he you know he started doing that. So it was really a okay. troll. If you don't watch the brilliant idiots, 
But I'm say, uh, regardless, he's all it. One thing I want to mention. One thing I want to mention is us black folks got to face the reality of the situation. We are literally thirteen to fifteen percent of the population. Yeah, yeah, it don't matter. Majority of United States is white. So if you ever put it statistically or anything like that, Beyonce is not going to beat her in that regard because majority of the United States is white and they, they're going to support the white woman. <laughs> we have to, we have to put that in a Beyonce is in a handicap when you put her in comparison to Taylor Swift. Who's the better artist? Obviously Beyonce, who the better singer, better dancer, better, better looking <laughs> all category, but we have to put in, in, in retrospect that, Majority of America is white, <laughs> and they gonna rock so, with the white girl, one hundred percent. Exactly. <laughs> but it's me not rocking with the white girl or this one. Shout out to Shakari Richardson, comeback of the fucking t- early twenty tw- like twenty twenties, man. She his hundred meter champ world champion. You thought, you thought that little Zaza was gonna stop her? <laughs> but it's like even the grace to like she's handling. Like, oh y'all was talking about me, like especially the white media. Oh word, not giving them no interviews. I'm over here only talking to black journalists, like. I seen y'all prop me up. I seen y'all tear me down. Like, shout out to that young. I'm gonna give an applause that because I I wholeheartedly and also give applause to to the Jamaican runners as well. Just that embrace from all from those three women right there was beautiful. Shout out to y'all as well. Absolutely, I think track and field is a hell of a sport. And like I said, your body grows a different. She was in college going against these grown ass women. They was ass. And now she came back and she got her lick back to the point where she was even, you know, throwing up the hands at the at the end of the race. Like she knew it was over. I was like, yeah. Shout out to Shikari Richardson. What? And also another woman that's like you, killing. You have to. You have wait. But you did you see that last race? She was really at the bottom and, and really kind of like zoomed. Turned like, it up. She's like, all right, where y'all at? She knew when to turn into overdrive. But then you're thinking about these other women. Shout out to Asia Wilson, a WNBA tiny WNBA scoring record, fifty three points with one three pointer, one three. So she was free throws and buckets going to the Baja. So shout out to the. I I might have to go to that game on Monday. I'm not gonna lie. The freaking Liberty versus the Aces. That might be a move. That might have to be a. I'm gonna lie, yo. WNBA women are fire. Yo, Asia, they go if 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 you really if. For all my basketball heads, if you really care about the fundamentals, because like when you listen, when you watch regular NBA, they don't really they do the fundamentals, but it's really more individuality. Like when when you look at college on women college basketball in WNBA, the essence of basketball, the fundamentals are there because they don't really have the freakish um, athleticism that the men have so they really have to play the game the way the game's supposed to be played so shout out to her i ain't gonna lie to you and and her first well how many years she's been five years or so 2016 five or six I think 2016 or 2018 one of those two i think I she has won rookie of the year champion mvp community activist award just selection she has done most than <laughs> most people haven't even done in their whole career in half the time. So shout out to you, Black Queen. And, and I see you got a little rump in the back, too. So I had to put that out there as well. Oh, uh, <laughs> all right, let's get to our song of the week because I got an interesting take for our toxic segment. All right. If you're listening to this on YouTube, please exit and go to your favorite streaming platform because we are in there or you go to our live podcast network and we'll go listen and listen to our previous song of the week on our Apple Music Playlist and our Spotify Music Playlist. What's your song of the week this week? Really? All right, first off, I've been waiting for this project for a feels like all summer. My boy Leon Thomas of Victorious Fame and the writer of Snooze, he dropped his 
album. It's called it's called Electric, whatever. But this is the record right here I wanted to go with. <laughs> this is Sneak by Leon Thomas. Thomas sneak off electric dust. I couldn't see the, the, the dust on the sign going front. He got this abstract ass album cover. But then my next record, I didn't even know this record dropped. But I was like, I was excited when I saw Brent post the video. Brent Fias featuring Coco Jones, Moment of Your Life. Yes, yes. Brent Fias, Coco Jones, moment of your life. Shout out to the boy Brent. And the, yo, Coco, she about to, for the girly, she been killing it all summer, man. That next, that Thanks. album going to hit. Thanks. All right, man. My song of the week, I got to go with Lil Tecca. He's been starting to heat up with consistency. This is Lil Tecca, Heaven on Earth. <laughs> Tekka heaven on earth and you know slick been stealing a lot of burner boy songs lately 
So I had to come back with my burner boy. He just released this. This is burner boy. Cheat on me. So I give them my heart and my diva. If you too stress, you make you leave her, leave her. Don't be everybody, be believer. Anytime that I pull up, I deliver. Anytime, any arena, arena. I be caught on like Jesus. Before you start to criticize, consider, oh, consider, oh. I was cheating on, cheating on me. I was cheating on cheating Me, I just want to see my people get Getting big out I swear down Make embassy no deny my people visa out No be Taliban No be a guy down And they do nothing tend to permanently leave down Stand with my feet down Me, I be lead out So me and you lie Different caliber Taking my niggas Around the world every day Kill me, kill me, kill me down Just I come deep down Then you could see, see yeah, nah, that man like three. He like four for four on this on this project so far. I know that shit. But he that. not making no money though. He not making no money. That nigga keeps sampling. <laughs> he better. He I ain't gonna lie to you. I won't be surprised if Burner Boy's tickets start looking like Drake and Beyonce tickets because he ain't making no cash off that stream and shit. Uh, shit, I mean, but, but you were right though. Three for three though. That was Burner Boy cheat on me. And he took he took the, he took Taliban. It's on the, it's on his album. That should say Brian. It say Burner Boy and Brian Messier <laughs> Taliban's too. Oh, shit. Shout out to Chris Brown too. You, he, Chris Brown dropping the Taliban's remix. I need that too. Cause you didn't hear what Tony Braxton did on where. Oh yeah, she 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 took her money. That's okay. He got a song he can play for the next fifty years. He don't care. That's a fact. I like you can find our rest of song of the week on Apple Music playlist on our Spotify music playlist. But that's not what you're here for. You're here for the people's choice, the people's favorite, slick. Drop it. I can be toxic, but so what? You gonna love it here. Shit, fuck is you talking about? We have fun over here. It's very fun here. And it's fun indeed. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Toxic Service announcement. I know, I know y'all like when we have guests. We've been, we have, we had to record these things. We're gonna have some guests soon. So calm your boots, but Slick and I are holding it down this episode. And we got a few things to talk about, Slick. I just want to give a little quick update on the Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer, love you, girl. I've been supporting you, but that song that is shit ass. Trash. <laughs> that song is ass. Shout out to Usher, you my guy. That song. I see what you did. You used the hype of it. You go. Oh, you gonna get it? it? Got it charted on Billboard. Congratulations. That song, not it. And then I know you with Danny Lay. I love Danny Lay. Just don't get in a car with her. I'm not saying she uh, going to jail. <laughs> Kiki Palmer, I I love you, but. I just, I just really didn't like. So, so Kiki Palmer, when we talk about this situation, if you ever do listen, we're not talking about you. I'm just more slow upset at the woman that's advocating for your actions. I think that shit was bogus. <laughs> but let's move forward because we got other stuff to talk about. And I think a lot of women are going to are cheering slick because the red pill phase might be over. The the era might be over with the end of fresh and fit. They have been removed from the YouTube partner program, which is sort of like their main source of income, even though they do stream and they also do have a Patreon for exclusive content. But knocking them off of YouTube is a big thing, Slick. 
even had them niggas about to cry. You want to play a little clip of it? I ain't going to hold And we got a very important announcement for you guys. It won't be the same, bro. Yeah. The channel has been kicked off the YouTube partner program. Just keep it straight with you. If you look right now, you can't even super chat or you can't even super chat right now. Yep. Uh, So this is the beginning of the end of this era. um, We're working with YouTube to try to come to a middle ground and, you know, work together and figure this out. But for now, we don't even know why we, yeah, we don't know the specific reason when you guys send me your DMS and say, yo, you saved my life. Yo, you sent me a picture of your credit score. Yo, my girl is making sandwiches now or whatever it is. Right. We've helped a lot of you guys. Uh, How, how did Jay-Z lyric go? First, the fat boys break up. Now, every day I wake up. First, Kevin Samuels passed away. Now, Fresh and Fit is gone. It's the end of the era slick. For all, I know women are excited. The red pill era that women hated is here. What's your what's your initial thoughts? I ain't care. <laughs> I, Obviously, we in the grand scheme of things, we don't care. But you know, we got to have some content. I we mean, to I guess it's different. Like I said, you got the idea of like freedom of speech, freedom of your platform, and it's like when it was working, it was profiting. You know, it wasn't no problem. So the fact that they don't have a specific thing is kind of a red flag about what tore it down. But I also think like in this current climate that we're in, like red pill conversations never going to it doesn't generate controversy. But is it really like how is it serving your audience and your bottom line? I heard them get into how they helped and save people. Like some people subscribe to that shit. Some people need to believe in some of that shit to make it happen. I just feel like when like a majority of their content clips that come out, cause I never watched the whole episode. I've never even tried to sit through a whole episode, but the mm-hmm. content that I have explored to them is very damaging to the community. And it's talking about, it, it, it revels in a space that that is the space that holds us back as a people. And I think as two black men who have come on, they set, said things along the lines of, if I'm, pause me if I'm, if I'm, you know, this is just like, I'm incorrect. But like, you know, I don't date black women or black women of this, black women of that. You know, it's easy to do this. Like, it's things of those natures. I think that if that is the basis of your platform, like the notoriety of your platform, it's not sustainable because literally you're tearing your people down, people that look like you down. And I think anything black is keep it a stack. It can't pop without black women. It doesn't. Oh yeah. So I think that I don't know if I don't know if that I don't know if it was built on. That I'm not saying I said, but, but maybe I, maybe maybe more I so. Said, but, on, they but, really value the whole traditional. But hold on. So what I said uh, was the notoriety of it. So the clips that we all receive that don't watch it, like if you're in the podcast realm, like I know you watch a lot of stuff, you get into a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. so you've seen full episodes. You can speak to that. I'm speaking from the perspective of like oh, okay. how a general a general person on the internet comes across their content. Those things are detrimental and damaging. And who was to say the right or wrong person heard it and was like, yeah, nah, get them off this platform because it's detrimental. It's not, you know, it's causing further divide. And then people, some people do agree with it. It's like one thing you will always find with anything controversial is that there is a large group, a large part of the population that agrees with that controversy. Right. Right. But I think it's about how, who is saying it, how you're saying it, how it's being served up. And I think, like they said, it's not the end of Fresh Off. It's just the end of that era. And then it's like, you know, you come back, you regroup and you have to think about like what worked and what didn't. And if you want to come out and talk about traditional male values, how can you serve that in a, in a palatable way for, you know, because now once you've got notoriety, more people are listening. You feel me? But what you think? Yeah. You, you big podcast B? Uh, I'm not a big fan of them. That's a big <laughs> podcast. A big I listen to a lot of podcasts when I say that. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, but um, I watched some of the clips. Um, I'm, a, I'm in the middle of it because you 100% correct. They did get notoriety. And also, I don't know if this is an insult for women, but 
some of the women that they did have on their platform didn't really help out the whole message of what they were saying. And they did offer more than just, it's like, it, to me, it's kind of like the Kevin Samuels thing. They was offering different stuff on their platform because, and this is this was my problem I had with Kevin Samuels before he passed away. They was offering different things in the beginning, but then this one thing hit. So when, in this generation, when one thing hit, if it don't, if it, if it's not broke, don't fix it. So they kept going for it, going for it, and then to the point where they kind of lost themselves. And I think a lot of people was even saying the downhill for them was when they started um, interviewing like racist people like Nick Forres and and some other folks. And that's when they said, "Whoa, this is way different from what the original thing was." Not saying that they wasn't allowed to grow, but their messages started to differ. Um, the red pill community, I don't know. Cause, and also the other hand is the male side of me is like, even though I don't agree with what they say sometimes, why can't guys have a, a space to have these things? Cause from what I see from the outside perspective, no offense to women, but women have their space of, you have the women empowerment, you have the women, the city girls and hot girls. Things that can, you can make a, a, a grand case that are detrimental in some degree. We look at, look what we just played earlier in this episode. We played Sukihana and Sexy Red Hood Rats <laughs> and how that is just being broadcast. That can be labeled as detrimental. And I'm just like, you know, people have space, but I, I don't see like when, when men have a space that doesn't agree with other folks, it kind of gets stripped away. So that part of me, it was kind of like, mm, even I don't, even I don't fuck with y'all content like that. Why we can't have a space, even though I don't want bros to to grow up thinking that way. But that's just my thought. But it's not the end of them. To be honest with you, they were kind of wilding, but they did have some messages there. If you want to take, there was some gems because he because Myron was doing a lot of real estate. So if he was into real estate, he gave you a lot of tips of how to do property and stuff like that. But overall, man, it is what it is. We still here, though. So fuck out of here. Tune into us. We don't do no red pill topic over here. You feel me? We 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 turn up on a good way and we celebrate our black women over here. Despite the narrative <laughs> that comes about this show. You feel me? Now, Slick. This next topic, Slick, you know I gotta turn into something fun though. Sexy Red. You know her nickname is? Is it not Sexy Red? <laughs> nah, she called herself. The raw dog queen. It's like I sent you something on Twitter. We just kindly play it. <laughs> of the raw dog queen herself, sexy red. High school, and there was an open condom on the bed. In her house? In her bed. <laughs> and she, she just said, oh, yeah, my sister was in before me. And I believed it. Oh, she lying. That happened to me. One time, my friend was at my house. And she was in there with her nigga in the living room, and I told them, do not fuck on my couch. Her nigga knew my nigga, but he, my nigga couldn't come at the time, because they was friends. You know how two friends to be he talking to He couldn't come, like, on some, like, like, couldn't... He probably was fucking off. Couldn't get up. Mm. No, he couldn't. He couldn't come over my house. And then it was a, a condom in my trash can, and he told on me and said that I was doing fucking, but it was not my condom. My nigga called me the next day and was like, you had a condom in your trash can and stuff. I'm like, that wasn't my condom. I, like, I don't use condoms, baby. Right. I'm the raw dog queen. <laughs> <laughs> Slick, 
can they dub you the wrong dog king? Obviously. Absolutely fucking not. What the fuck? <laughs> so I bring up this is when is the right time to take that condom off and the famous food of Omega Sci Fi um, and go meat to meat? <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> that is so wild. Uh, now that shit come off once we talk about it. If I if we really vibing, like I ain't just gonna fuck with no random girl or girl. I don't like. Who this might not go? Off. If you a slide, I'm not taking a condom off. <laughs> like I'm like, ooh. Now what if what if she's like, what if the handy in your system nah. ain't no fun when I fucking without this stuff? Ain't even if that I'm gonna pit my blood. No relations. I'm still putting on a condom, huh? <laughs> Drug old Chris, model on E, open up the package, ain't gonna trap me. <laughs> Absolutely strapped up, strapped in max. Like, and it's crazy, because I've been a girl, if she can suck your dick, why you why she gotta put on a condom? Because it's like, I can, that mouth shit I can live with. Hold on now. <laughs> I live with it. But come with that, I'm like, all right, woo. Man, it was worth it. But the other part, I'm like, uh-uh, STDs and BAB. Wise? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So, all right. So, let's put in a scenario. You're talking to a girl, right? Mm-hmm. Now, y'all talking and whatnot for like a month. Okay. Condom off. Like a month? Yeah. Shit. Straight raw doggy? What type of nigga? What, type, what era am I living in right now? You guys, you guys what era was I in? Oh, okay, okay, okay. I've grown up a lot. I've changed. What, what said, let's, I've let's changed. Go, let's go back to all my Albany folks. Let's go back into Empire. You living on Empire. <laughs> if you know, you know. You know what a month is the first during time, college. It's, it's the first time we had sex? We've had sex before. Yeah. It's yeah, the first time. Yeah, I've been talking for a month. Now, if it's you first, know, you know, nah, what, nah. you know, a month in college is kind of like fucking six months. <laughs> nah, nah. If, um, if we was talking for a month, but like it was our first time, I'd probably strap up. Now, the third time. Oh, that shit coming off. Three times the charm? <laughs> what, what, what ASAP said? Fuck you two times and I like, uh, if I hit it three times, I'm a white. Because at three times, I'm like, oh, you, you, we in this, baby girl. Yeah. Come come you here. Better, take, you better than you. You take, better than me. I, I, I'm going to fuck one time with the condom. And in two weeks, I don't feel nothing burning. Oh, it's you, lit. Nah. 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 Because if that shit, if that shit fire with the condom on, and I already know, put it off. She might oh, get shout out to the girls who got the five vagina with the condom on. I ain't gonna hold you if if I'm like, oh shit, I'm out the nut and I had the condom on. Oh, baby girl, you a keeper. Yeah. I don't know if you're a keeper for a relationship, but you a keeper. <laughs> nah, yeah, because I got I got you got through mental testing. Like, what's your mental like? <laughs> like, we gotta talk about that. But yeah, nah. I don't know because you know you know the funny thing, Charlamagne. Because we talk about brilliant idiots. He always talk about the earwax sex. If you like take earwax and you put it, and she kind of jumps. That means she got something. <laughs> Niggas used to have like old rituals like that though. I ain't gonna hold you. That <laughs> you want you want to do that? You want to take like some earwax? Be like, uh. I have never heard that disgusting shit before in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I have never heard that shit. Oh, for, okay. For me, uh, I don't know. I might do the three times. Three times, thir- three, three times the charm. Yeah, because it's, it's like if, if you fuck two times and you feel me, you ain't feel nothing burn. You feel me? She ain't especially. And I don't know though, because if she have the ICD shit in her though, it might be a go off the rip. Though. Oh, you the, but you the I, oh the IUD, but you can still catch whatever the fuck she got. This means you not catching a baby. I mean, they got pills for that. <laughs> I have no, I have never in my life been so horny. I was, I've ever said they got pills for that. I've been like, Ooh. <laughs> what? 
Ain't nothing no, but no, what? No, what what they call a little, a little, a little Z pack. You feel mm. me? A little ointment. You feel me? Like uh, remember, you just, for crabs, you just got shave shit off. It's lit. You, you, you knew a girl fuck with you though. She was like, "Yeah, take the condom off." Like, wait, what? <laughs> nah, nah. You see, no, wait. That, that's the not, that's the most important thing though. I thank you for reminding me. If I don't ask to take the condom off, I'm not doing it. <laughs> if she comes to me telling me to take it off, that shit got fire in it. <laughs> that shit got fire in it. It got something wrong with it. Either you're not on birth control, you got something. I don't know. I have to be the one to request and ask. If you come to me talking about take it off, you, you're not on birth control. I ain't gonna hold you. You're trying to trap me. <laughs> shit. Shit, that's all this shit. <laughs> I don't know. Let us let us know when is the right time to go meet to meet. You feel me? You know I told y'all when we talking after the, on turn number three. Oh, all right, hold on. Let's see what this really hit for. Because if we do this, you know you mind. Don't be fuck. I'll be fucking on me. <laughs> yeah, you ever had? Who oh, guess I choose one? You ever had a pro, You ever had like you went in with a condom and it was good, and then when you went raw, it wasn't. I don't think so. I've had, I had one girl. It was so fire. The condom came off. Like it was like we was in it. Oh, that'd be the best. And I was just like, when you in the middle of it and that shit just kind of just. So you know, I gotta, I gotta. Like that's just a, that's it. That's just a slippery. That's like a water park. Shorty got. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, oh shit, I got a couple of strokes in it. I was like, yeah, nah, I gotta. Mm-mm, you ain't doing this to me. You ain't gonna tell your friends about me. Don't tell but your you, friends. Well, but okay. Side note though, you know, sometimes I'll I'll put the condom on even though if she even though we've been fucking raw just because to last longer because oh, I ain't yeah. gonna hold oh, yeah. you. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it buys you time. It absolutely buys you time. Facts. At least seven strokes. It gets you. It saves you at least seven strokes before you go. I'm about to say nah. But, it, gets, it gets you right. You be like, all right, cool, cool. Cool. And then that's when she do to start scratching your shoulders and shit and do the leg locking. And it's like, oh my fucking goodness. What and, and ladies, you know you got that fire when a nigga stick it in, he be like, oh shit. And then he try to lick it. <laughs> when a nigga starts stroking, he takes it out and try to lick it. Yeah. That's what you don't you see, we got a gauge and we're gonna do this next episode. We have to tell women the 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 gauge of when you know you your quality of good coochie. When a nigga goes in and starts stroking, then he immediately have to come out and start licking it. That means your shit fire. Yeah, <laughs> you are a one. And when he, when he when he starts saying, you know, I just wanna, I just wanna taste you, and nigga don't really wanna do that yeah, shit. Nah. He just trying to buy himself some time. <laughs> At this point, I'm growing. I'll just tell her like, yeah, hold on, now nah, you almost got me. Relax. <laughs> I'll tell you straight. Now nah, you can't give her that satisfaction. I'll give a fuck. She gonna be walking around like, yeah, I put that, I put that shit on that nigga. You That's feel, all right. You, you can't get once that. you take that second breath, you you woosa, you get, you gotta get yourself 120 count, count to 120 in your head, and just go crazy. I fuck all that, my nigga. I'm popping the raw honey. I'm popping everything. I'm not parking out. This is why you're gonna die. This is for all the dogs. This is why you're gonna die. That, every time y'all pack, y'all pop a honey pack. I swear, y'all take at least four years off your life. So if you die at 47, nigga, I'm gonna say it, I blame the honey. Hey, I'm a dog and dog is you heard roof roof. You better get you some. <laughs> right. You better go pop the big three and get some fucking setups and some squats. I guarantee it, it gets you right. You'll be stroking. That's a fact. I'll get yourself a cock ring. We're not gonna talk about that. What the fuck? You- <laughs> All right, choose one. Slick. We're gonna go on the I same theme that we did last year. I didn't even read huh? this shit. I didn't even read this shit. So it's gonna be this is new to me. Yeah, so we're gonna go through the same pattern of last week about getting beat up. We said talk about getting beat up before your kids or funny or by your partner's ex. Well slick. Would you rather get beat up by a sixteen year old or a sixty five year old? Oh that sixty five year old can whoop my ass. I'm not losing to no kid. If I kick, I die. <laughs> 
least the old nigga, I'm like, that nigga was special forces. That nigga has been, he's killed people before. He just beat my ass. I'm not fucking. No, up. no, fuck that. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for a lot of five years and I'm going to catch that link of slipping. <laughs> <laughs> These little niggas be recording shit and I'm not with nothing. I'm not with none of that. And also, that nigga's not in his prime yet. About, that nigga's not even 21. That, that nigga going to continue whipping ass. <laughs> I'm about to say, as a 65 year old. I'm I'm gonna catch that nigga slipping. He's gonna be going to buy his vitamins. I'm a bitch ass nigga. I catch him. Mm. Yeah, nah, I'm not. I'm not playing that game. Yeah, I ain't gonna hold you because 16. If you could whip my ass at 16, that means you whip my ass at 26, 36, 46, 47, 29. And I'm getting older. Fuck yeah, that. Nah. nah, if you at 65, I could play the weight game with you. All right, you gonna whip my ass at 70? Cool, got it. 75, science gonna start hurting. <laughs> I'm gonna say the realest. Your knees, my, your back. My excuse is easy. I hesitated. That nigga caught me slipping. We seen the video, yes, and I hesitated for a split second. I was like, I can't hit this nigga. He like my great grandfather. He got that old people strength. He yeah, got that, that old people strength. Like, like, mm-hmm. I ain't know the nigga was golden gloves. Nigga put me to sleep. <laughs> oh, you know, fuck, fuck with me. I'm, I'm gonna get one. I'm gonna get one of my people, one of the home nurse aides, to fucking put some pills in that <laughs> shit. <laughs> get you weak, and I'm coming inside your head. Bop. <laughs> I'm gonna catch mine, or I'm gonna come at the funeral. <laughs> Say, you're going to jail. You can't touch a fucking dead body, you idiot. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. If you know, you know. <laughs> That's a great way to end this episode. All right. Please download the Alive Podcast app on iOS or Android. And please follow us on all social media. This might not go well. If you're in the brand deals, business opportunities, please email us at this might not go well at gmail.com. Once again, I'm the host with the most. Him Turner, him Delaghetto, him Butler, him Duncan, BB's aka Poppy Size Zone. It's your boy Slick, man. Y'all be great. We'll see y'all next week. We out of here. Enjoy. To cow. Try to tell them we up next, you can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk, he gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics, nope. niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong, but if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh well, we try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well. <laughs> this might not go. <laughs> hey, hey, that's it, one take. We not even doing it again. Keep that, that's the one.